So how was Ghana? How was that? Ghana was so good. It was needed. Yeah. It was like a breath of fresh air for me because I hadn't been back since I left. Yeah. I left at like six, seven. Yeah. And so like just going back, being grounded. I felt grounded. Yeah. I also felt like it was a moment for me to like connect with my family, like blood and like just really be there. And they really like, it was just like a certain level of unconditional love that like you don't know that it's possible until you feel it. For sure. So yeah. you were born in Ghana. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. What <laughs> tribe are you from? I am Fanti, from the Fanti tribe. Oh, yeah. okay. What is up with that auntie? It's like Ashanti. Ashanti, Fanti. Yeah, yeah I mean, what is up with that? Uh, I don't know. Do you know like a uh, the language? Chui. Yeah. So I don't. So it's called Chui. Chui. Yeah, okay. so I tried to um, learn it while I was there, but I don't know it. Yeah. I don't. I don't. Well, you know some words. I know some words. Like what? Um, Bakum. Like I know, like my numbers. Bakum is like one, I believe. Ooh, don't uh-huh. quote me. Let me. My sister's <laughs> gonna beat me up if I don't know it. My little sister was teaching me. Yeah. And so she like, like had me do like the the words like official. So your little pie. sister grew up mm-hmm. there. Oh. Yes. Okay. Like official pie is like happy new year. Like so that's all I kept hearing the whole time. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's that's cool. Dope though. Like. I didn't know you were born there. I know. A lot of people don't know a lot of things. <laughs> it's between, are you Nigerian? And, oh my goodness, you're Ghanaian? Yeah. Yeah, it's like, I'm like, yeah, I'm there. I was but born sweet. there, though. Okay, sweet. I would have guessed Ashanti. If I, I was yeah, so I think I think it's a mix, right? So I think, yeah. like, that's what they were saying, that we, we our family is Ashanti and Fanti. Okay. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I know a dude named Nana, and he mm-hmm. looks, y'all look similar. No, but you know, Nana is like... Everything. Everybody yeah. just called that. It's just like a... <laughs> I didn't know that. It's like an auntie or like a thing. Everybody oh, is called Nana. Okay. Nana this, Nana. Like, wow, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. I want to learn about Ghana. Really? I feel like Nigeria and Ghana have such a symbiotic relationship. I need to learn more about it. I think we really do. And I think that like being here and being a part of the Nigerian community heavy here yeah. and then um, experiencing Ghana, it's like, y'all, we really the same people. Man. It's just, just different language and different yeah. countries but we really the same people and I think that this year I mean it's coming you can see it coming like the the bond and the like coming together so I think that like the more people like us yeah. like go back home and go back to both places and say hey I want to learn more we are really going to bridge that gap where it's going to if Ghana and Nigeria link like yeah. proper link like not just music but like proper link up it's over for oh, everybody because I think what Nigeria um has um um that Ghana lacks, or and then what what Ghana has, Nigeria lacks. So yes. it's just like if we just learn to like just be like, ooh, let me just really, you know, and not it be more like of a takeover. Yeah. It's like a collab. Yeah. I think it's unstoppable. I think so too. And I think the musicians know that, hence why yeah. they're always back and forth. Yeah. But we as a consumer, we're learning that. Speaking of that, they just dropped a song, Odu, Odu Modu Black and um I think her name is DJ Scholes. Mm, I'm not familiar. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I go get some. Uh, dang, it's like Native Sound System mixing it. Like, yeah, yeah I think he uh, TZ and he got Odumodu Black in his thing. It's they sample like this old song, but it's yeah. really dope. I think that Ghana has structure. Uh huh. Nigeria has everything else. <laughs> yeah, like the Nigeria the swag. has the the. 
Yeah, but Ghana has swag too. No, yeah, that's why sure. I don't want to just Look say at swag. Me. Don't play. <laughs> you feel me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like Ghanaians yeah. have. Yeah. They got they got it all together. But we need that structure. Nigeria mm-hmm. doesn't have like that's why people mm-hmm. most Black African Americans go to Ghana. Mm-hmm. They some go to Nigeria, but most yeah. go to Ghana because Ghana is the most similar other than South Africa to of like like simulate to be assimilate like yes. go into it. South yeah. Africa is just run by white people. That's for the only sure. reason why people South Africa is for sure. Man, when I was in South Africa, people. I was really like, wow, it's really, it's really like that. It's white. Like, I, mm. I had a, it was a culture shock for me. I was mm. so taken back because we went to like the grocery stores and like um, the mall and stuff like that. When I say they have, all the workers are black. Mm. It's literally, it's almost like. <laughs> Slavery, huh? <clears throat> it's kind of what it's like. But it's like to the point where they have it where you feel like you're not in it because everything is like given to you mm. like they make it it's like i think there's don't quote me but i think there's like this package deal type thing where it's like mm. we give you this we give you a house we give you this blah, 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 blah. so for you to be comfortable mm. like they're sitting down to check you out they're not standing i mean if i got to sit and check my check people out like you yeah, know what i'm saying yeah. is that and it's like be careful that's not all i could i could just i was just looking i was just so shocked but it's like there's a very comfortability there that is scary and i just pray that um, if it's in a negative space, that our people really get the fuck out yeah. of here. Excuse my language. No, no, because no. It's I, you're not, right. You're it's right. Not, Your language is right. <laughs> yeah, don't try to play me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And thinking that, like, oh my gosh, like, cause you know, everybody wants stability. Everybody wants comfortability. Everybody want to be okay. But if you're doing it in a in a way where it it's glass level sealing me, then that's a problem. Yeah, it's a I problem. think that's really what it is. And the way that they just gave the country over on accident, because I don't think it was on purpose Nothing's that they let these people take yeah, over. It was kind of like we didn't see land as something we could own. And I think the same thing happened in America with the Native Americans. Yep. They didn't see land as something Because that's not what you, own. you you lived there. Yeah. So you wasn't like, oh, let me own this. You yeah. was like, I own it already. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you weren't equating land to money. You wasn't equating to, to, to that. Because in your space, that's this is where you, you live. This is where you culture. You, yes. you, 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 you nurture it and yeah. stuff like that. So I'm not trying to make a dollar out of it or give it to yeah. somebody or sell it to somebody. Yeah. I live here. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? You're not yeah. trying to sell your house. Yeah. Excuse me. So... Mm-hmm. I think white people yeah. just capitalize on that nonchalance of colored people, like melanated people, I mm-hmm. should say. We, the earth is natural to us. Yeah. I always say our hair grows up mm-hmm. just like trees. Mm-hmm. Like it, That's that's, that's just, just what, what we it do. is. We, not we didn't really, make it up. It's yeah. just, we were born like this for sure. <laughs> exactly. And then I don't. I want to say unmelanated people just have had a harder existence. Mm. So they started, they started trying to think of how they could, like, for example— wow. I think they That's made up money. That's a great concept. Yeah, they made up money. We mm-hmm. didn't think about money. We just traded stuff. Trade, barter. We got this, you get this. Okay, but they didn't have that. So like, okay, what can we make mm-hmm. up where we don't have to own anything? Mm-hmm. We could just make up this thing called money and we're going to pay you for that thing that That really, you have that we yeah, don't. Yeah, that's really not even Whoa. worth this piece of paper or whatever we're giving you. Man. Drops the clue bomb here. It gets deep. It gets deep. <laughs> oh my goodness. But... So let's talk about the quote we have for today. Okay. So this quote today, I like to talk about wise quotes and stuff, and just give people a little wisdom. Come on. So our come on, quote Saru, today, <laughs> Saru, the guru in the mix. Hey, come on. I like that. I like that. <laughs> so our quote today is: Even if you're on the right track, mm. you'll get run over if you just sit there. Boom. And the funny thing is, um, 
I actually seen that on Instagram and I posted that like two weeks ago. I what? Like, and I, you, I know you sent me the notes, but I've been literally running around today that I didn't get to even really read it. Read oh it. my God. But as you're reading, I'm like, whoa, this sounds so familiar. Yeah, I posted it on my Instagram. Look at God. And because I get it like in my phone and it literally says that. It's like, even if you're in the right lane, if, you, if you're staying still, you will get run over. Mm. Period. That's deep. So that's two. Oh, Lord Jesus. I hope that's, you know, when things come to you more than once, you be like, Lord, I hope it's not me. This is, <laughs> man, see, you don't even understand how, like, in alignment we are right mm. now because and this happens so much. Even when, like, I've had Ophidley on, I had um, mm. Anthony on, mm. and our quotes always just synergistically go together with what we already talking about. We in it. And what you were saying about South Africa is the same thing. Like, I feel like, they are really in the right lane. They just mm-hmm. comfortable yep. because they could have been took over that country. Yep. They could have been independent for real. I know they're independent, but they're real, not real. really independent. Like yeah, white people is. still run South Africa. Like, well, you're right. We we aren't. Right? We're not <laughs> gonna get too is. deep. It's just entertainment. <laughs> it's it's just, just for entertainment purposes only. <laughs> but yeah, that... you know how that disclaimer comes up and it's like you're not <laughs> yes. anything that is said is opinion based only. Entertainment purposes only. People <laughs> even though we speak in facts, mm-hmm. it's entertainment purposes only. <laughs> facts. But yeah, I I feel like man, I think the creatives in Houston are waking up to that too. Yep. Because our culture has been taken around the world. 30 times and brought back to us as if it wasn't. For example, ASAP Rocky, when he first got on, his music was straight up chopped, screwed, Mm -hmm. screwed and chopped type music. And people, even in New York, people were like, dude, you don't even sound like you're from New York. You sound like you're from down south. Yeah, and I believe he credits that too. Yeah, he does. Mm -hmm. But the people who took it from him, it's been taken so many times that it's Mm -hmm. like, oh no, this is pop. Mm -hmm. But it's not pop. That's Houston. That's not pop. Like, Drake has done it so many times, too. Oh, for sure. It's pop. It's not pop. That's Houston. And Drake Houston. Drake does give the credit. He really, yeah. he be acting like he's from Houston. He gives the he's, credit. He's the city on his back. Man, for real. <laughs> and I feel like artists like Toby, yeah. artists like Lizzo, artists like, like they really going to actually. They going to throw it up every time you see them. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And I think it's time for that. Yeah. It's time for that it's, because. Yeah. 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 I think that that's what the period everybody's at. Yeah. I think that, like, whether it's Houston or wherever you're from, like, it's, like, even if we're speaking on, like, Ghana and stuff like that, it's, like, it's just time for people who've been silent. Mm-hmm. Um, not silenced, mm-hmm. silent, mm-hmm. because there's a difference, yeah, right? Fact. It's, like, silence is somebody made you shut up. Mm-hmm. Silence is that you just personally just didn't do it. You know yeah, what I'm saying? For whatever right. reason that you have. And I think that it's just time for people who have been silent mm-hmm. are we just waking up and just, like, oh, no, I'm going to, like, pop my shit and that's like this new way it's like no we popping our shit and understanding that it's okay it's not necessarily um lack of humility it's just like no i'm humble enough to know that it's time for me to pop my shit exactly it's time for houston to pop creatives to know what's Mm -hmm. up like out of houston not people coming from houston and blowing up yes and going to la like kind of like travis Scott. i don't really really want to call him out but Mm -hmm. he left went to new york right went to atlanta la because the Infrastructure wasn't there, but mm-hmm. we got man, we building this infrastructure. I see we've it. been building it. I see it. It's been going on for so long. We've been like it. goodness sake, I think we've built it so much now we can actually like reap off of it. Yeah, but we had to build it. So it's like for Houston, honestly, it's we can truly say self made. Yeah. No hole on that. Yeah. It's like you can really say because we literally built the community in order to pop off of the community. <laughs> man, I think the way I. 
I'm not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. It's just this could just be my opinion. This is Suru talking. I feel like Afrobeat mm. needed Houston. Come on, New York too, but Houston. Speak to it. It's the way that they. Speak to I it. don't know what. It's a cultural hub. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. Nigeria is it's the Houston. Afrobeats central, yeah. mm-hmm. but Houston. I don't know. I it's don't. Many, I don't want to say America. That, they needed America, but they needed the American market for sure. So blow and Houston was the place that that, they that still Nigeria. Come today. Yes, they be in here and you don't even be knowing it. They oh, be I know. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I'm sure. Yeah, Suru. <laughs> yeah. Like, come on, Suru the plug for show. <laughs> Suru the guru is really silent, but he's really a silent killer. <laughs> Like I don't understand how they don't shout out more Afrobeat artists like Bills. Mm. Man, I Bills been working for too long. Wow. Man, Bills working for too long. Yeah, he's, he's reaping the benefits right, somewhat now. Right, right, but right. He's been working for too long for these mm-hmm. artists to just come from Nigeria, mm. come to be selling out stadiums. Right. I'm like, yo, Bills, where? Like, come on, right. bro. We and need I to- think it's 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 the people, right? It's yeah. the consumer. So it's like if an artist comes here. We are the ones buying the tickets. That's true. So it's not about, I'm not mad at the artist at all. Yeah. I'm going to go where the money resides for <laughs> sure. True. So I That's can't be true. mad at the artist for, for coming here and seeing it and, and having the team or the people behind them or the network and the connections to do what they need to do. That's okay. You're doing it correctly. Okay. So it's the people. It's us. It's the ones who are not going to the shows or who are going to the shows. We're the ones hyping them up so that they keep coming back to get that. That's but if we're not true. doing that for our own for whatever reason. Yeah. And I think that's, that's most reasons for that one they are bigger artists so boom 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 but i think it's like for us ourselves like we 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 kind of have had a couple shows that we create on ourselves but we stop yeah we it's not like a continuous thing where it's like every month or every two weeks we like we we having a for Afrobeats, I know it happens in like other cultures. Like they be mm-hmm. they be throwing events and stuff like that. But like, Dang. there's not a consistent like new music. Listen to this live. We're all gonna show up every single time, every single time. Mm-hmm. And you know what I'm saying? I think like creating that. And then Houston is already a place where it's hard for you to get on. Period. So yeah. if you make it in Houston, anywhere, then you good for like it's kind of like New York. It's like yeah. if you but concrete jungle is what's gonna make you. You know what yeah, I'm saying? For real. But it's and I think for New York, the difference is like New York already got the people. So you fighting to make your your statement. Houston don't got nobody. So you fighting a different battle. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so I think that like for it's it's us. It's not the artists. It's not is us, the consumer, who are not supporting our local artists or yeah. whatever the case may be. And it's also the local artists yeah. to to make sure that you are infiltrating the city. Making your music, posting it is not enough. Sorry. Nah. And this is not just towards him. Trust it's me. All it's of not. it. I've tried. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all. Exactly. So it's like it's 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 time for like Artists like consistency in artists, right? Like yeah. if, even if you look at, um, I think the perfect obviously example would be Toby, right? He yeah. was literally posting every single Sunday. Like I don't care if y'all watching it or y'all not, y'all yeah. gonna see me. You know yeah. what I'm saying? A and big so, production uh, too. Like and Good. and he started yeah. off the couch. Yeah, it wasn't a big production then. Oh, it wasn't. What? See, I wasn't even Get, there in the beginning. So I don't know. Well, I knew him, but I didn't know what the, yeah. him. No, I knew about his art show. Get Twisted Sunday was him on a couch like this yeah. with his girl bre- twisting his hair, and he was sitting down just with a tripod like how oh, every Sunday. That's the aesthetic he started. I understand. That's I how see. he started. And he, so it. it's the same aesthetic. It's just like better production. Yeah. But it's just like that consistency. And so that works for him to pose, right? But yeah. it was a consistency. But I think that there's different strokes for different musicians. Like, mm. 
Maybe your post is just not enough. Yeah. There's some artists who actually have to get in the street and really put your face. Like people need to see you, familiarity. They need to feel your touch because maybe they don't feel connected to you online only. They mm-hmm. like your music, but especially nowadays, like people blow off of personality. Man. And if you don't have a personality to go with your music Man. or whatever, it, you know, it, you become stagnant and things like that. So I yeah. think overall, shameless plug, creative direction by Lit Rock. What's up? Go ahead. Um, Go ahead. <laughs> no, but yeah, I think artist development is a very big thing. And people understanding that it's like you're looking at these big artists, but know that there's a team behind them. They're not just getting mm. on stage with the mic. There's somebody saying, hey, this is how you should do it. This is what your set should look like. This, a, a sound, this sounds like this because they're not just looking at it from, oh, I'm, I'm an artist and I'm sensitive about my stuff they're looking at it from the artist the consumer them as a creative overall you know what i'm saying so being able to give you the feedback in those spaces but i think that it's a consumer yes but it's also the artist finding out like if i'm doing the same thing for this long and it's not working it's not working it's not saying that you're wrong it's just maybe i need to tweak something you know maybe i need to to be outside maybe i need to be inside but a different way of inside you know maybe i need to be consistent maybe i'm too consistent Mm -hmm. like you know it's just like you have to learn how to like take a moment and just like it's not all about you it's not Mm. it's not all about you Mm. if your goal is to create a fan base and to create it's not about you Mm. the first steps of it is about you and after that it's about the consumer what do they want what do they like you know and we all have to go through that you know what i'm saying it's like sometimes you don't and you can make the decision to say i don't want to give them that (laughs) then you deal with the consequences yeah that's true i've been Researching these Twitch streamers, man. This new guy. The one uh, that's blown up everywhere? Yes, what's his name? Um, Dang, that's bad. Uh, he, be, he be doing all the things. The dances. He and be he with went like number one. Yes, he, was, he did a... Okay, Academics, for example. Yeah. Academics is a multimillionaire mm-hmm. now. Off of YouTube and yep. streaming. Just sitting in his... In his living room. Living room, whatever, basement. Talking to the mic about news yep. of the industry. Yep. That, I like you said, I feel like... The fans these days, they want to feel like they know you. Yeah. They want to feel like they're your best friend. Right. Like, they want to see and you in person annoying. and be able to have a conversation. And it's like, annoying because not all artists are like that. You know what I'm saying? Most artists aren't like that. Not like at me, all. Tra- for example. Yeah, you're not. <laughs> I'm very reclusive. Mm-hmm. I like to see you when I want to see you. Right. But I but I know I have to get out of that. I've gotten mm-hmm. out of that now. Right. But before, I'm like, yo, I want to give you music and, and be able disappear. to chill. Yeah, or do my poetry, do my art, do my other stuff mm-hmm. and not have to see people a lot. You know, yeah, and, and I, I think, think a that, lot of artists are like that. And I think it works. Mm-hmm. And I think it works in those spaces. Like, yeah. and I think sometimes you also could have to build to that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's right. like if they don't know you, and you just drop and you leave. It's like you is not popping. <laughs> no offense. Like yeah, it's that's like what you trying to be Jay Z and you're not Jay Z at yes, that point. We need yeah, more. We need yeah. more. You have to infiltrate infiltrate the streets first, yeah. and then pull back, and then let them miss you. Yeah. But if they're already like they don't have nothing to miss, yeah, they don't even know. What they missing? That's facts. Mm-hmm. I think artists. I don't want to say all artists are like that because there's a lot of artists that are well outside. They're very outside, and they're not just outside. Their personality is outside. Yeah, it's like when you see them, they can turn they it on. Like, hey, what's up? How it. you doing? Like mm-hmm. you, I feel like you're like that. You're very energy, uh-huh. and I, that's why I think you can do multiple things. Wow. You're not just a dancer. You're not just a stylist. You're not just Thank a good you. host. You're not Thank just you. a Artists, you can do a lot of things because you're overtly, I can be in your face and Mm -hmm. I'm 
gonna give you what you need. You know mm-hmm, what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, and you. I think that more artists need to be like that because mm-hmm. the way the world is going is digital. Mm-hmm. You gotta be in these people's face. You gotta, you gotta let do. them know who you are, what yeah. you can do. Mm-hmm. It's not just, oh, I can do this. I got the portfolio to show you that I can do it. You know what I'm saying? Yep. I think that's important. And that leads me to the question. So what inspires you Ooh. to do what you do? I think I'm inspired by every day, right? Okay. Yeah. And it depends on what aspect of me we're talking about, right? Yeah. So let's say, of course, the dance. So if I'm inspired through dance, it could be the song, mm-hmm. um, being motivated, like whatever, whether it's slow or whether it's like, ooh, it's a vibe or, oh, this is turned up. Yeah. Um, I could be inspired um, in like in a stylist realm. It can be, or it could be out of something I see dance-wise. Like, dang, I just seen somebody do that move. And I'm mm-hmm. like, ooh, that's cool. I want to... Yeah. Like it sparks something yeah. in the um, fashion world. It can be the same thing. It's like a stack of something. Or I looked at this and like I'm like, ooh, this fl- that's fire. I want to see how I can make that into a, a, a. It's like you're a walking billboard every time you walk outside the house. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I think I'm inspired by that, and it doesn't have to be loud. It don't have to be. I could be hella chill, but. Yeah. You will still be like, you do something. You know what I'm saying? It yeah. could be like a natural aura of yeah. some sort. Yeah. But I think it's just like always like just representing you in all ways in some way. Yeah. Like, so I think I'm just inspired by just art of just being creative. Just I'm inspired by being a creative. Yeah. Like I don't know if that even makes sense. I'm inspired no, by being me. a yeah, creative yeah. and just being like, bro, this is really who I wanna be. This is who I am. Like I just I don't know. I just am it. And so different things trigger me at different points. People trigger me. um, Music triggers me. um, um, Walking outside triggers me. (laughs) So it just literally depends on what it is. You preaching. You don't understand because I walk outside and I see clouds and I just be like, God, like you just so good. Mm. I really wanted to start a whole Instagram page. This was like 10 years ago. I wanted yes. to start an Instagram page just taking pictures of clouds. That, I'm like, yo, these it's clouds are so like, You what? know the clouds? Can you name the clouds? What kind of clouds do we have? Cumulonimbus. Uh, Stratus. Stratus. Oculus. It's just Radiant. so many different. I don't know all of them, but That's it's perfect. a lot of clouds. You do know your clouds. <laughs> it's too many, but the way they look, it's like art. And I'm like, I, I wrote in a poem one time. I'm like, mm. the clouds are God's doodles mm. because God made us. We're definitely more beautiful than clouds, right? But these clouds are just like God throwing something out that there, like, like, yo, this is. Today. Yeah, let me let me show y'all. And look, at if that's your boredness. <laughs> Imagine. Goodness sake. Goodness. Oh, my goodness. No, that's facts. But I like your answer. I think inspiration is such a, especially when you know what inspires you, mm-hmm. I think that's the first step Yeah. to being, to making some masterpieces. Right. Because, like you said, I, I could hear one line in a song and write a whole album. Like about like, it, right? Yes. Or a word that somebody said, like, and it could be a kid that just said this, you'd be like... Bro, for real, and it triggers a memory or something like that. So, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think most artists that, especially when they're first starting off, they don't know what inspires them. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of like freestyle. Like when you. I used to freestyle, it's you. oh, this is coming from me. This is coming from nah. It's life. Mm-hmm. It's God, of course. Mm-hmm. It's colors. Yeah. It's family. It's yeah. your experiences, mm-hmm. past, present, future, what you're doing right now, what you're thinking about doing, your imagination. Oh, my goodness, imagination. And I think to your point is when you start out, you're a musician. Mm-hmm. There's a difference. Yeah. When you start out, you're a musician. Yeah. What inspires you makes you an artist. Yeah. And I think that that is a 
something that I'm even learning and that's what I'm preaching to when I'm doing creative directing and artist development is that space is like you're a musician you just do music because you just like it but now transitioning into an artist is a whole different ball game and that's where you have to so you're in your music you don't have to know where your inspiration comes from you're just doing it because that's just your heart yeah. that's who God created you to be but when you're tr training yourself to be an artist you you are you have to identify your triggers not in a negative way, triggers, what's what's inspiring you, what makes you click, what makes you move, and that's what makes you an artist. So transitioning from a musician to artist, and some people are, are already artists, that's out of the fact that they know what inspires them, they know what their aesthetics, they want. Like, like Bills is one of those, like he know he has this, he knows he has this, like he, you know what I'm saying? So I think it's just like musicians and artists are two different people, mm. and Oof. learning that within yourself and knowing that it's okay, but like knowing that if you want to be an artist, you got to get serious in that space. <laughs> yes. Like, you're not a musician anymore. You're Ooh. an artist. Man, so that's deep. And that's why, like, even, like, musicians now, like, I, I will look at a lot of Afrobeat artists who are big, and I don't think they're artists. I think they're musicians. Yeah, I think right. you just like to get on stage and, and sing your song and, and go home. Yes. But as an artist, you care about the art of it. You care about your stage presence. You care about the audience. You care about how, the venue. You care about how, you know what I'm saying? You yes. care about all these things that go into it. And a lot. They, and some of them are big. Mm. They're big musicians. They're not yeah. artists. Yeah. You're not. Yes. Because if you're not worried about the stage, mm -hmm. if you're not worried about the studio, like the the aesthetics of the what it's going to look like. If you're not worried about how close the fans are going to be, to you, like what the experience they're going to get. It's their experience at that point. When you oh, become an man. artist, it's about what their experience is. Yes. As a musician, it's about you. Yeah. I do music and I want to put this music out because this is what makes me feel good. Yeah. When you become an artist, it switches. It's what the the consumer wants. Mm -hmm. It's it's a mix of you, of course, but it's yeah, what the yeah, consumer yeah. wants. It's, yeah. it's all of it. And you start to think differently and that's what's gonna inspire you. Yes, because at the end of the day, they're coming to see you. So that's what that's the part that's coming from you. Yep. I feel like the greatest example of that, well, a couple great examples, Michael Jackson. Ooh. The way he Ultimate sets artist. up shows Ultimate like, Artist. That show I saw one time, he just the lights came on and he was just standing there. Yep. And people was passing, just passing out. I'm out like, screaming. he understands he something knows what about it is. art. Like, he knows what it is. He, he made himself like a Michelangelo art piece at that point. He exactly. was just standing still. Like, and, and they was like, ah! Like, I was like, oh yo, exactly. he's the greatest. He is. And that's just from standing still, but he understands. But he, look at what he had on. Yes. Look how he came on stage. He popped up. It was at the Super Bowl. That one was at the Super Bowl. Oh, that, it was. When he first ever did that. That was like, oh my and the gosh. funny thing about the Super Bowl, sidebar. Yes. They used to be like, he was the first artist to perform at the Super Bowl. What? Yes. Everything oh was gosh. more so like the band. Halftime was like the band and stuff like that. Yeah. And then um, I think one year... Um, NBC or CB, whichever one that um, Living Color was on, mm -hmm. they were like, oh, this is boring, so we're going to create our own halftime during the... And they had sh Living Color. Yes. They were doing, um, like, artists and, like, performances, and then, like, obviously, they'll have the timer there, so when it's like, okay, it's time to go back to the, the game. Yeah. And after that, and that was the highest viewed. People didn't even go back wow. to the game. And so, the next year, they was like, ah, y'all got us messed up. And they hired, I mean, who else would you hire? To, the biggest the in the world. Biggest of the greatest world. of all time. So, if I'm gonna come out, and I'm gonna be wow. an artist, the first artist at the Super Bowl, 
Like I'm gonna show out, but it's the he understood that, and mm. he popped. He started off at the top, I think, and then he ended up at the bottom, popped up with splashes of like fumes, and then stood there in the band. Like it's just like he, re- even though it was so minuscule, it was still artistry in that. Like, yes. and trust me, I'm pretty sure he practiced that 150 times. Yo, he, I seen his practice. I know you've seen documentaries yes. too of him practicing. That dude don't play. He do like, not play. He's kind of like the epitome of basic is not easy. It's not. Easy. People be thinking just because it's basic, just because this dude made it look like this. It's easy. It's not easy. Not easy, it's not, man. Oh I, it's my so gosh. much work to make it look so basic. Oh, my <laughs> God. I, I feel like that is the mastery of art. Yeah. When you make when you make something that's like so extravagant, look elegant, mm-hmm. and simple. Yeah. That is when people be like, okay, I need to learn what this what that person. Is. And he had a lot of practice too. My yeah. man's been out since he was outside, like seven years like, old. Poor kid. <laughs> yeah. Like he had no childhood, so it's like he hasn't time to just like really just be that. But he could have got exhausted and been like, yeah. I don't like this no more. But oh, sure. he just kept developing and kept developing because he really liked it. Man, and know? when I see. What he was going through too, his yeah. pain ever since his hair caught on fire. Yes. That pain, he got he got addicted to pain pills, and the whole world found out about the whole um, yeah. what's the name of that industry, the pharmaceutical, pharmaceutical. industry, and what they were doing to people. Mm-hmm. But he was pretty much like the poster child for it, and nobody knew that everybody else was also going through these pain addiction to pain pills too. Kanye even Michael. talked about it. My poor Michael, like what the heck? These pharmaceutical companies really making money. They crazy. Is that what about? It's all about money. That is crazy. Y'all don't care about making me feel better. No. You're making me feel better enough so that I could keep coming back. You're not trying to solve the issue. Man. You're trying to But through all that, this man still was like, I'm an artist. Gave us greatness. I'm an artist. Oh my. (laughs) One of my favorite songs is um You are not alone. Oh my goodness. This dude was a genius of melody, lyrics, Mm -hmm. aesthetics. Mm Mm-hmm. I just can't. Uh, yeah, it was. I forgot what song it was that was playing. And I told my friend, I was like, he made that. He made sure that that it was like a doom, 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 pause, and then like he was singing and it would pause, and then like the music. I said, yeah, like I'm pretty sure he was like this. I want this pause this way. Yes. I want this music exactly here, yes. and I wanted to easily go back into my two. Like he was a very he was perfectionist. Oh you know God. what I'm saying to the T. So he he's can't like one it. of those type of producers that didn't play no instruments. But he would be in the studio like, boom, yep. boom, boom, boom. I want it to be that, and I want it to be... And when he was in it, he was in it. Yes. It wasn't halfway. He was inside of it. Man. Inside of you can it. Just he was hope. You can just hope to do 1% of what that Gee. man did. Good luck. Like, you can say whatever no you want about him, child molesting. Yeah. I don't believe none of that. Yeah. Because, honestly, talking about that, you could see R. Kelly was a little too <laughs> But Michael, the way you see him with kids, it's not like a, I want mm-hmm. these kids sexually. It's like I never had a had childhood. Childhood, I just wanted them I to want to hang out with some this. kids. Yes. Yeah. Like, because the biggest thing about people, and even like, for example, using um, Bobby Shmurda. Yeah. It's like when he came out and pe- and you're looking at him and people are like talking about it, like, look at this. Like, what is he doing? He just like... You have to understand that he was, what, 16 when he went inside? Yeah. So he's still a 16-year-old boy when he comes outside. Yes. He's not whatever age he is in that space. So I think that, yeah. like, we as a people are so quick to just judge somebody or to look at somebody like, whoa. And sometimes, yeah, they are, but it's, like, also, like, that's a psyche to that. Yeah. Like, these people are stuck in a yeah. space, and this is their way of, like, 
mending that or being that person still. You know what I'm saying? So yes. it's like Michael never had that. So in his mind, he's still a little kid yeah. who never got the opportunity to explore what these kids, what kids really, really, really get to do. Mm. And you know what I'm saying? And so I think that like he was just trying to like relive it and to a certain extent, you know what I'm saying? You yes. have to understand that he's already gone. Mm-hmm. Out of like, he's <laughs> out of this world. He's out of this world. Out of the stratosphere, so, fam. Like, come Good on, man. <laughs> oh my goodness, that leads us to like out of this world. What do you think is going on with all these objects they find in everywhere, shooting <sighs> down? I know that one thing was a China Bible or whatever. Was it? Did they confirm? They said that, but I'm I'm starting to feel like it's some stuff going on. They just they just try to explain Y'all away. Yeah, like, are they, are they just explaining this stuff away? or they, What do you think about aliens and that whole... I think that... I, I'm not opposed to believing that they are. Yeah. Um, I think that visuals come from somewhere. Yeah. Even as a creative, like, you got inspired from something. Yeah. There's been so many things. Like, how do you even know how to describe it? And everybody's having the same description in the same way. Mm. Um, um, I used to live in Fort Worth, so we used to, my mom used to pastor our church at, like... Two hours away from us, like we have to pass through Stephenville. You're a PK. Yes. Uh, shout out to all my PKs in the house. That's crazy. That's how we get it. What? When you get it, you get it. Yes. yes. <laughs> no, exactly. So we um, <laughs> there was, we have to pass through a, a town called Stephenville, mm-hmm. and Stephenville saw a UFO. Yeah. And they believed that they saw you. The whole town believed that they saw a UFO. Mm-hmm. So they literally like. Everything in that town for like that month was like UFO inspired. Like their their mantras or their marquees, like their the beers would say something something UFO. Like they had UFO things in Walmart. Like they were so serious about it. Oh but people God. probably don't believe them. But it's just like how can everybody see the same thing? And you're gonna tell us that we all wrong? Mm. And you really think that? And I think that God is so great and He is so big that. There's no way that he only created just us just because, like, oh, it's just y'all. Like, Never. you know what I'm saying? Like, Never. He's always doing There's just so many new. things. Yeah. Like, there's so many things, and I think so. I think we want to be the only people yeah. because that's just the human nature Prideful. of things. Yep. Yeah. But, <laughs> I mean, these things are thinking. Unless y'all creating it and hiding it. That's another option. And now it's, like, coming out. Yes. Because it's like, you can only hold certain things down for so long. Facts. Like, black people. Like, you yes. can only hold us down for so long. Now we are waking up and it's man, a problem in here. y'all really even holding us down? <laughs> man, I, I, I told my dad one time, I was like, they thought that they enslaved us, right? Mm. But they really just spread us around the world. Mm. Because when you, that diaspora is so strong, man. The we diaspora. are the only people who are literally all over the world. What? Nigerian artists be touring in Iceland, all of these. But I'm like, what? It's all because over. there's black people there that have been holding it down for hundreds of years as slaves or whatever, well, you, whatever you, call you want to call them. Yeah. yeah, like, and really, we've been creating everything. If you look at the inventions of everything, it's a black person somewhere in somewhere there. Somewhere in the world. So that means without us, we created everything. Yeah. Y'all, y'all. The culture, everything y'all take in, everything, everything that y'all you copy. want to want, yes, it's created by us, and I think that's what it is. It's like it's kind of like what what the devil um, created for um, bad. God can make good uh-huh. type of aspect. It's like yeah, yeah. you tr- you try to do this to people, mm. you try to hurt us, you try to do that. And you thought that like oh, I must take them apart, I must not let them have their roots and things like that. Mm. But God's gonna turn around and make it good because now when we do come together, we are versed in every 
space. Okay, it's pastor? not just come on. <laughs> we are verse in every space. So just imagine trying to take over, but you only could take over in English. Oh man. It's like, no, we could take over in Swahili, we could take over in whatever they speak in what? Turkey. We, we could, could even take... go to Brazil because the Yoruba culture there is still thriving and yep. all low key, all of their music it's sounds that. like African music so because like, it is African music. When it comes together, oh my God. it's going to be it's impactful. So it's like maybe we 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 saw it as enslaving because that's what it is. Yeah. But God is obviously the ultimate overseer of it. So he probably exactly. has a bigger plan yes. that we don't know about. Hey. You know what I'm saying? And so we are just now getting to the realization of what that plan was. And it was it was like, dang, God, you had to do it like that. But <laughs> hey. Yo, even Jesus said, for my Bible people out there, even yeah. Jesus was praying. He was like, Lord, if there's any other way it can be done. Pass me. But you know what? Let your will be done and, and no matter what. Because if I got to go through it, I'll go through it. I got to go through it. For yeah. you, for I'll you. go through for it. For you, I'm going to do it. Exactly. All right? Now, Man, <laughs> you're a pastor's kids. How I'm was PK. that <laughs> growing up? Because I know how it was for me. I was, I don't know what it is about growing up in church, but it makes yeah. you the most rebellious. Really? I was so rebellious. You were one of them. What? In church, man, I'm Suru, not even about to say this stuff I was them. doing in church. Wow, church, Suru. I was an usher in the church. And yes. Every time. You I was, had no choice. <laughs> no, what? 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 My you mom was a praise and worship was. leader. Her husband was a pastor. It was, yeah, it was like that. It was like everything. That. Like, and you had no choice. Yes. Yes. So how was that for you growing up? I think, I, 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 I would say that I was the opposite. Like, yeah. I'm not a rebellious person. I feel yeah. like, so when people be like, oh, you a PK. Oh, you one of them. I'd be like, really? I'm not. I think I was rebellious in the terms of like being more creative when I got out, mm. you know, outside of it because there's okay. just certain things that does strict you and stuff mm. like that. Yeah. But, um, but no, I think that like, I'm grateful in one aspect because it did ground me in the spirituality. Like I'm grounded. Like there's no way of shaking my belief because I know mm -hmm. God for me. Amen. Not because my mom's a PK and my mom's a pastor or anything like yeah. I know God because I know God for myself. Amen. But I think it gives you discipline. Yeah. Which you can use in the world. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it is it is a lot. It weighs on you a lot because there's a certain like aesthetic you gotta put off because it's like you're a PK. Like yeah. you gotta look this way. Your your parents this. You can't do certain things. And I think that's what maybe people see as a rebellious side because it's not really that you being rebellious. You really yourself, but it's like you gotta be this person because y'all need me to be this person. Yeah. But yes, we was everything from ushers to drummers to what I, I served communion. Really? Like I prepared communion. Oh man. Like and I and it's just like oh like, oh Lord Jesus I hope I'm I'm doing this right but you know like yeah. you you're like you're there you're a servant mm. you're a servant and it's like I think that pastors kids we have service in us you know what I'm saying mm. so we see it in that space like we have yes. no you know it's a service that we 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 do have and I see that service within me and everything it's like yes. I love to serve people I appreciate to serve people you see it from a different you don't see it like oh I'm like doing this for you I'm like it's like Jesus watched people feed man you know what I'm saying like, so like they were trying to stop him he was like if I don't do this you ain't gonna be able to follow me like right. do what I want you to do so you got to understand you don't even understand. Come on, get the preaching. It's so deep. Go, it's so on. deep. Like to serve mm. is to lead, mm. but it's kind of like serving is the genesis of leading. You have to know how, like we were talking about earlier, about knowing what the consumers want. Yep. You can't know what the consumers want if you are never a consumer. Never a consumer. You know what I'm saying? You can't know how to lead if you are never, never a servant. Oh. A follower. Oh, and like, man. it doesn't mean like, oh, you a follow, you follow people. It's just like, no. Like, and that's the thing, changing it to servant is the, the perfect way. It's like service. It's like 
the most humble and the most generous and the most purest thing you can do because you're literally putting yourself in a place at the backing of somebody else. Mm. But there's so much, there's still so much pride in that. And I think that like seeing it in that space is like, bro, like it's beautiful. Okay, so speaking of serving, so do you serve Ghana Jalof or Nigeria Jalof? <laughs> he trying to give me, wow, wow, wow. Um, okay, so first of all, yeah, yeah, we're all one Africa. That's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. We're all one Africa, you know. Yeah. Um, second of all, I just learned to cook Ghana jollof. Okay, I learned when I was back home. I, I think I did well. I did yeah. good. I'm gonna try. Yeah, I think it I saw that video. It yes, good. I'm gonna it try to do good. it again here. Yeah, yeah. Um, just to make sure that I, I it wasn't just a one time look. <laughs> yeah. Um, I like both. Okay. I do like. The way Nigerian jollof is prepared, like how how it tastes yeah. and how it's prepared for sure. I think it's yeah. different. Um, there's different spaces in it. I don't yeah. think it's like ew Ghana jollof. I think it's just like a different type of state. Um, yeah, taste. Yeah, yeah. I, I like so separated rice, and I think Ghana jollof is a little bit more sticky. Yeah, and so yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, I love separated rice too. Mm -hmm. I don't really like the whole. Even my white rice, like I've always been like that. Like yeah. before I even ever tasted jollof in my life, like. I love white rice, like, and how separate. I don't like sticky anything, so, yeah. yeah. It's, the only thing I'll eat sticky is quinoa, and I had to get mm. used to that. So, you look like you eat quinoa. I definitely eat quinoa. It's my mom who put me on quinoa. I never <laughs> like quinoa. But, Suru is an uh, <laughs> underground sensei. <laughs> <laughs> like, but I think, um, I think the whole argument is mm -hmm. so interesting, though. Mm -hmm. And I feel like at the end of the day, it does unite us, though. Mm -hmm. I think it's interesting. That's part of it, and I think it's yeah. like, like, I think that... Learning to be to everything don't gotta be so serious. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like we don't have sure. to be like it's divided. Like oh, this jollof is nasty and then <laughs> yeah. I think it's just like it should be a it's a playful thing. It's like ah yeah. man, what you got? On? What are those? Like what kind of shoes you wearing today? Like yeah. so, just like continuing to like make it light. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? In those spaces, and it's okay to make fun. It's a joke and to have those banter's with each mm -hmm. other and stuff like that. It's like mm -hmm. that's what makes us brothers and sisters. Big fat. You know what I'm saying? Yes. That like so making sure that we keep it that way instead of like literally taking something as light as jollof like. Really Really, to, to be like about super, it. like we about to go to World War Two. That's slow, man. Don't be slow. I think some people be going that far. <laughs> they do. But it's just projecting. They just going through something. In their yeah, life. it's like and it's, you really want to be Nigerian, uh, Ghanaian, huh? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like uh, Jalof didn't even start in Ghana it or did. Nigeria. I think it was Liberia. <laughs> How you fight over something that's not even yours? It's crazy. And the funny thing Give is, white supremacy. Liberia is where the slaves who went back to mm. Africa went. Wait. So did Jalof start in? <laughs> <laughs> they was America? Like, like what? Like, <laughs> that's a whole nother like goodness. <sighs> so, oh, what do you think about AI and where it's taking arts, dance, anything in general? What do you think oh about gosh. AI? Real people still matter like books okay. and records. I had Preach. to take that from Prince. Shout out to Prince on that. <laughs> when he got Preach. on it, he was like, real music matters like records and something. I was like, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I think real people really matter. And I think mm -hmm. that like the more those things happen, the further away we're pulling away from human nature, human touch, human physicality. Yeah. You know, social media already does that. And then like now, you know, virtuality, everything is happening so quickly. And so I think that we it's going to be hard to preserve yeah. what we have as what God intended for us to be. Mm -hmm. And I also understand that God did create us to be creative and to, to explore and to be 
be open-minded and to just go far so it's like ai is part of us just opening our mind and tapping into those other percentages that we don't normally tap into so i think it's like there's a good and bad in everything and i think that that's one of those things like on one hand it's like it's helping people it's like you know what i'm saying people who are not able to go outside it's like you know what i'm saying for those Mm -hmm. things and i think that i think just always in anything too much of something is is too much but also but remembering the humanality in things like not taking things so far that you're trying to replace Mm. you cannot replace humans and i think that when people are trying to do that calm down yeah if you're trying to enhance or help or add cool you know what i'm saying but never do it to the point where you're trying to like erase a race Mm -hmm. that if now if we all gone, yeah. what y'all gonna do? Big facts. Robots gonna be having robot babies? They can't. Stop it. They need us. Stop it. Yeah. I think <laughs> there's there's something going on, like we were talking about people who going through something. Yeah. There's people, I think, that are wealthy mm-hmm. that they just don't know what to do with their money. Know Send what it to over do with here. Their money. Facts. Big facts. Uh, hundred thousand. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> What's his podcast? Suru LLC. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Period. Oh, it's called Suru said. Suru like, said. Bring it here. But I think that they ultimately they just don't want to die. Mm. They're scared of death, and computers don't die. They well. can just they just evolve themselves. Okay. Or. When, like you said about the human part, really, we evolve them. Mm-hmm. They don't evolve themselves. Mm-hmm. They tell us, we say, okay, do this. We got to computerize computer it. it. Exactly. <laughs> so I think they don't want to die and they mm. want to fuse with computers and they want to become cyborgs. And I think that's really where it's going. Um, but AI, like you said, I think it helps us. Yeah. It's not going to replace us because nothing can replace us. Right. We're God's ultimate creation. Right. Nothing's going to replace us, but it going to. It's going to help us. It's going to enhance us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think that's just a level of it. Yeah. You know? like, I think the things that we do, especially when it comes to social media and marketing, all that stuff, AI is really going to help with that. Mm-hmm. There's going to be people that are going to be like, okay, I've decided I want to be an influencer. Mm-hmm. And they're going to be able to go to a website that's going to help them market. Yeah. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All that. Because I One struggled. Stop, stop. Oh, my God. I struggled with learning how to market because, Ooh. like you said, I didn't really know too many. All I knew was Nigerian. Yeah. Nigerians. Mm-hmm. Nigerian Americans a little bit. Yeah. My friends. Yep. So marketing to a white lady in Idaho. It was two different things. It's like, whoa. Yeah. I don't even know what the heck to do. What is potatoes to them? You know what I'm yeah. saying? That type of stuff. <laughs> potatoes, potatoes. <laughs> I'm thinking of fufu to think about potatoes. Yeah. And stuff. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah, I think AI would really help with that. Mm-hmm. And I think that the way the future is going, currency is going to be digital. <sighs> so we're going to have to learn how to work with I'm computers. <laughs> what are you, are you learning about cryptocurrency? I tried, but like I, I'm me. I'm not AI. Yeah. I'm a human for sure. Yeah. Because I've never been, even when I was younger, even in schools, like I've never been a computer savvy or like, like Ill- I'm illiterate in those spaces. I, I'm a creative, like I'm like a physical touch. I need to see you and I'm a visual learner and things like that. And so like, I'm trying to be, go into that. Like I tried, what's that one that went? Um, Solana? No, the one that everybody buy. Like, Ethereum, Bitcoin. So Bitcoin, I have a, Bitcoin on like Robin Hood, but I don't know. I don't know how to develop it. I just bought it yeah. just to be like, one day yeah. I'm gonna wake up and it's gonna be like twenty k in my bank account. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and like, and the other thing, NFTs and stuff oh, like that. Like, I really wanted yes. to learn about NFTs, but like I said, I'm a visual person. I need somebody to come and sit down and say A B C D E. Yeah. Don't tell me to go research and yeah. and figure it out on my own. I'm gonna be like, what? 
Yeah, I think that's really why NFTs didn't really take off like it could. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to take off, but it's going to take time for the metaverse to actually develop. Yeah. So when the metaverse is developed... And so crazy. The people, oh Can you my imagine gosh. there's a thing called metaverse? Dude, I just, And I, they are pushing it. Pushing it hard. Every commercial. They pushing it hard. Every commercial. They pushing it hard. And I think that, like you said, those people that can't go outside, mm-hmm. those incels, as people say, they mm-hmm. really run the internet. Mm-hmm. That those, they're the trolls that people be talking Don't about all the time. The time the people yeah. that really can sit home all day. They don't got nothing to do with that. They research your whole <laughs> life, hack everything. Oh, weren't you at such and such this morning? Right. People like, what? what? The world? How like, you know that? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Exactly. So I think technology is going to be something we're going to have to learn how to work with. Mm. Whether we oh, like yeah, it or not. Oh, yeah, we don't got no choice. Yeah, because our kids like are done. They're going to be for. in it. They're kids got iPads at like six months. Yo. Like they're learning quick. My nephew and my sister had my nephew. He was learning. He was using YouTube when he was one years old and be knowing how to like click the thing, click the password, yes, buying stuff. I'd be like, uh, uh. Oh my goodness! (laughs) I was like, man. I hope I'm not that 50 year old that my kid has to show me how to use the the new TikTok cell phone that comes out in the future. No, but that's a real serious thing. Yo, (laughs) you know they hire teenagers to teach old people how to use the newer cars. Job. It's a whole full-time job. It's crazy. So when, like, a, let's say an 80-year-old, a 70-year-old buys a brand new 2023 Mercedes, mm. there's a teenager to teach them how to use the wow. computer part of it. Like, but it's so funny that you're using a teenager to do it and not like a, a young adult. Like, what is the company, what is the link between like a teenager being able technology. to teach that? I think there's something about a young brain that's so spongy. Mm-hmm. They they catch on quicker yeah, they learn sure. quicker because especially because they're such a blank slate yeah they don't have a lot of information to mm-hmm. to, to make relearn. decisions yeah and like mm-hmm. like a little kids like they can learn three or four languages at once yep. me <laughs> don't try it i'm still trying Bruh. to learn my tree <laughs> bro you're by so i've learned a lot but it's not as easy if, if my mom would have taught me when i was when three I was years old yeah i would have just got it no like facts. it's I don't know what that's about. You people, I blame you. For real. Yeah, <laughs> me, me and Tola were talking about that. We were like, our parents should have been on us. Like, when you meet an Indian, they know they how know to speak it. their language. A no Chinese choice. person, they know how to speak yeah. Chinese. Like, I think it's just like, like for me, before I came here, my dad literally stripped me of the language. And so when I went back home, I had to remind, like, because everybody was like, you don't know. They, you know, they be going in. like, yeah. And I know it's not out of, like, disheartening or whatever it's just like they really like you don't know this like looking at you just the way people look at me like that here there they looking at me there here and so it's like but i had to remind my dad i said like for literally a whole month before i came to the united states i was not allowed to talk in my native tongue Mm. and i'm young so my I'm, my sponge is sponging you know yeah, what i'm saying and yeah. so like i wasn't allowed to talk it he like i can only speak because he was trying and i don't and i don't blame i'm not mad at him but i have to remind him like don't be trying to yeah. let me take the bait for all of this when it was yeah, really you like, i appreciate it because my english is spectacular you know exactly, what i'm saying yeah. and so i think that's what he was trying to do he was trying to help but you don't understand that like what you're doing is also harming it's like yeah like but he wanted me to be come here and have be seamless and I was you know being able to like just fall right in and I think that that's what's happening and so I think now moving forward because the world is opening up because it is okay to have a different language and to speak it and to do all that that we as we grow up we we're gonna be able to do that for our kids and be able to be like hey no it's okay for us to learn two different languages and and if you're if your English is a little funny it's okay because now 
Indians or Mexicans, like they be speaking all types of broken, and we be yes. we don't judge them. They would no. just be like, oh, but we love it when they speak in their language. Exactly. It's you know, beautiful when it's so beautiful. I think we're just like learning to see Africa and Africans and all that as a beautiful for ourselves. Man. Not nobody has to tell us that now. Yes. It's just like before we were trying to seek approval. Mm-hmm. Whereas now it's like we know that for ourselves that is a beautiful thing. Yes. And so I think and the that world knows it is now a too. Thing. I think the internet is a beautiful in that, but mm-hmm. that it goes and it wants to learn the root of a thing. Yep. So even now Chinese people are tracing their roots back to Africa. Mm-hmm. White people tracing their roots back mm-hmm. to Africa. Everybody's mm-hmm. tracing their roots back to Africa. Yeah. And now people are looking at, okay, well even all this technology, the mm-hmm. the raw materials for it come from Africa. Yeah. What are we doing? Why is Africa poor? Why yeah. is it, like what is going on? Yeah. I really think that like you said, our parents wanted to just prepare us for the world we were yeah. getting into, but they, like everybody else in the world, yeah. were on the tail end of that, trying to be accepted. Yeah. Like we, I think when we were growing up, we were on the tail end of that. Oh, you African? Yeah, ha, 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 ha. for sure. But as we grew up, it kind of became we cool. Get, we get to we like, get to, we to get the best of both worlds. It's like we <laughs> yes. got to reap our our sadness in the same time frame, and I think that that's something that we don't talk about a lot. A lot of times yeah. we talk about like, oh, like, oh, I was African booty scratcher, right? Yeah. I was this, right? I was that. Yeah, it's like you know what, y'all, like, it, that's not even shouldn't be the focus. It's like, yeah, because yeah, that's what it was. We was kids. Everybody yeah. was doing whatever. Everybody gets. Everybody was doing whatever, yeah. but now it's like just also seeing that it's like, wow, ima- some people don't get to see that. Some people don't get to be the the joke and the 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 prize. Yeah. You know, it's like we got to be the joke and the prize. So we feel the prize really well. Mm. Like you feeling it, you feeling yourself, you feeling whatever. Feel but stay humble. And I think that that like calm down. For stay sure. humble and, and just keep in that space. Like don't forget that you were a joke at once in your mind. You know what I'm saying? I think that yeah. like 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 we we lose out we lose that part of ourselves and start being like, Yeah, well now y'all wanna be now y'all wanna now it's like mm. Calm down. That's deep. Preach. You're a preacher. Ah! So what oh would you goodness. prefer? What would you prefer? Love mm. or trust? Mm. Like what which which wow. one would you if you had to choose, would you prefer to be loved or to be trusted? Or would you prefer to love or to trust someone or something? Ooh, I, think I know I, that's I got it. Yeah, I got it. I got it before and it was love and loyalty. Yeah. So now it's like love and trust. It's always a love word. Hey. Yeah. Um, so love, obviously, because you're like, it's love. Like you love, love, love. I think that love is unconditional. It's like flatline, right? Like yeah. you can't help who you love. So I think that like the reason why I would lean towards trust is like if you trust somebody, you're actively saying like, bro, like I'm putting my all into you. Whether I love you or not, I trust you to do this or I trust my something with you or whatever the case may be. So I think that like, if you trust somebody, that's a stronger thing. Just out of the fact that like, love is like, even if I hate you, I got to love you regardless. Or yeah. like, you, I love you because you're my family. Yeah. Like, but you can be my family and I don't trust nothing you got to say. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I think yeah. that like, I would lean towards trust just out of the fact that like, you have to work on trust and when you break somebody's trust or somebody breaks your trust like to build that back is in- impossible almost, you man. know almost I impossible think, so I think that that's that's a good answer because ultimately I believe that trust leads to love exactly and trust leads to that like you say that unconditional love mm-hmm. like when you trust somebody before you love them mm-hmm. it's like a it's, it's almost always going to lead to love. Yeah. So it's really kind of like a trick question. It's like a trick it question. It is. It because really is. Because if you is. choose love, it's like, mm, 
love is 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 what it is. You but can love somebody. And you not can trust love them. somebody and not like them, and not trust them, <laughs> yes. not like them. Not yes, like yes. Like, I just have to love you because God says I have to love you. <laughs> Because you my family and blood, so I don't... But it's like, you think I'm going to trust you with anything? Yeah. No. <laughs> what? No. Oh, my goodness. Get out of here. So, as we're closing this out, mm-hmm. I want to know what's going on with you. Like, what are you doing these days? Like, what do you have coming up? Or First of all, if I get into that, I want to thank you for inviting me here. Oh, this was so cool. I'm having so much fun. This yeah. is my second podcast. Woo-woo. Hey. Um, and I appreciate <laughs> that it was with you for sure. Yeah. Um, you know how I feel about you, Saru, the guru. Thank you. Um, but so and I'm proud of you. I'm really, really proud of you. I'm glad that you're opening yourself up and like, you know, being this person that we all know like you can be, you know. <laughs> and so we love to see it. We really love to see it. Thank you. Um, but for me. I am um, at a transitional stage in my life where I'm becoming more of a business person mm. than just a, a, a artist or just a creative or things like that. And I think I've always, that's always been my trajectory. Like that obviously that as you grow, you become that. Mm. But now I'm actually like being more um, conscious of it and more intentional with it so as far as like yes of course everybody knows i'm a dancer yes 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 but it's like a higher dancers i I have a dance company you know what i'm saying transitioning to that and so if i've always been a uh, i'm gonna help you up regardless so i feel like though that allows me to do that Mm -hmm. in a better way in a business way in a more um cohesive cohesive and bigger way than just like oh i'm a creative trying to trying to be a creative and then I'm also trying to help you on and I burn myself out during that. You know what I'm saying? So now it's like, okay, if I see myself as this, then I don't have to also be trying to put myself on and be trying to put you on at the same time. You know what I'm saying? It's like, now I'm this person and I can just focus on just you as the person instead of like me and you. It's just like that. Mm -hmm. So in that space, I'm doing that as far as like dance goes, Mm -hmm. hosting more and really transitioning into, which I've been doing low-key behind the scenes, but more open of like really putting people on and giving people the opportunity to become what we were creating, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Being those dancers on stage, doing all that. It's like, mm. I've had those experiences. I mean, I can still have them, but it's like, yeah. it's okay to let other people and train them and show them like, hey, I did this and I know how it looks and how it feels, but you, there's a better way. And just having, allowing them to have a better experience with it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Than yeah. anything. So that's one aspect of it. Um, as far as fashion-wise, styling more, um, fashion shows has been a, a really big thing the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. I do at least like one to two every year. So that's oh, really that's fun. Cool. And I love it. Um, Were you at that recent one? I think Cash? Yeah. yeah. Shout out. Shout out to them. Yeah. Um, yes, I was there. Fashion night out. It was cool. Yeah, okay. yeah, the space was really, really nice. Some of the designers was like giving it, yeah. and so yeah, it was cool, and it was just really good to see so many people in one room, like yeah. in the different phases of Houston. It's like, oh, this is this is all of Houston. What's up? Yeah, like, and so it's good to see like we out here. Facts. There's people out here. Yes, it's just it's we're not scene. we're not exactly. So just imagining that many people being. At a show or yeah. being at a this, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just like it's possible. It's, it's money it's, out here, man. It's the whatever you need is here. It's here. You, you it's don't here. Have to leave. You don't have to leave. And I've always believed yeah. that, though. Yeah. I've always believed that. A lot of people is like, "Why are you not going to New York? Why are you not going to L.A.?" It was always L.A., L.A., L.A. Why are you not going to L.A.? You're and a now dancer. LA you is... can blow. And I was like, yeah. Why would I go to a place? This is science one on one. Why would I go to a place that is 
oversaturated versus where I can be something in this space that's not. And although it was difficult, mm-hmm. I always knew that Houston will Man. become that that hub. I yeah. always felt like that. Big I always, always, always felt like that. Mm-hmm. So we're just kind of like waiting my time and creating that. It's like, had I left, who would have been here to create it? Exactly. You know? And mm-hmm. so, and then on the, as mentioned earlier, I'm doing artist development. That's something I'm super passionate about. Yeah. And so I'm using... Me being an artist and not musical artist, guys, but like yeah. me being an artist. An artist. Yes. Right. Yeah. And then me um, be having experiences with other artists, like going on tours with these different artists in both the American and the African world and mm-hmm. seeing what that looks like. I want to mm-hmm. be able to come back and give back to artists that I've seen. Like, bro, there's a way to really do this without it being like, like, you know, what we see on TV, it's because it started from somewhere, something, yep. and it's like, mm-hmm. we're just projecting to go to the end goal, but you're not knowing what the steps are yeah. and knowing that a team matters, a creative team matters, and oh, all that man. matters. Yes. And so I'm really passionate about that. So that's something that this year I have been very, I'm being more vocal about it. Like, yeah. I am, artist development is really a big thing because we keep saying, oh, oh the artist, nobody's showing up to their show. And this, and then, and then, and then, it's like, okay, but why don't people want to go show up to your show? Mm-hmm. Who's your Who's your marketer? Yeah. Who's your promoter? Like, who's your who's Am I going to have fun at the show? Yeah. Like, is it going to be this? Like, yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I know that all that matters. So artist development has been a super thing. I have one artist now. Shout out to Jurem. Mm-hmm. I have one of them now. And so I would love to get two more. Mm-hmm. And cap it for right now. I don't want to oversaturate myself because I'm still learning and growing within it. And I don't want to like overuse all my information. I don't that I then I'm not learning anything, Thanks. you know. Yeah. And so yeah, so that's really where I'm at with me as a person. Mm, I love your vision. Thank I love you. the energy. I see success all over everything you're doing. And I appreciate you for coming out. It means a lot. You know I love you. I know. And I would not not come. <laughs> <laughs> I think that definitely. The the foundation of the greatness of Houston is coming out through yeah, us, and and we sure. are gonna be a part of that skeleton. Yes, for sure. That people gonna look back and be like, oh yeah, Lil was on that. Yeah. She was doing that thing. Yeah. She Thank was you. going hard for Houston. You know Thank what I'm saying? You, yeah. and are you even from Houston? No. See, like, yeah. <laughs> when you said Fort Worth, I was like, wait, I thought you was from Houston. Exactly. Like, see, I, I've been holding down. It's time holding down for a very long time. So you're basically like Dallas, Fort Worth area. Yeah, I'm Fort Fort Worth for sure. Okay, so that's yeah. how you met Israel. So you know Israel? No, I met Israel here, and then me, and then yeah, I think like through something, and then like I know one of his cousins back home too. Oh, but it was just okay. like I knew him here, and then I found out like yeah, oh Dallas. yeah, oh, okay okay. But yeah, I mean, ah, shout out to Israel first of all. Yo, congrats, congrats. Israel, if you hear this? <laughs> congrats, that if you hear this, Israel? We're so proud of you. Big like, proud. Oh my god, we're really big proud. Now he's another one where he does and disappear. Yes, he really <laughs> is one of them for real. I remember yeah. me and him was sleeping on wavy couch. We we was doing uh, something. And we just decided to stay over sleeping on the couch. Like, yep. man, seeing him at the Grammys, winning what? The Grammys, like, oh winning, my winning, gosh. not nominated. And then for that song, what? I didn't even know he had anything to do with that yep. song. That was one of the biggest songs of the year. Yep. Matter of fact, 
of the last two years. Yeah. So goodness. Yeah. Say, congrats. So, so proud of him. So proud yeah. of Wow Wavy. That was but and I think what people fail to realize is that like Houston has been doing it for a long time. So it's not even like the skeleton. We're not at the skeleton no more. Yeah. We really already created the skeleton. You uh-huh. know what I'm saying? We're now building the veins and the we're building the veins and pumping that blood through so that flesh yes. can come. That's you know the what most I'm saying? Part, that, blood. that bloodline. And I think that that's where we're at with it now. It's yes. like we've created the skeleton and so now people want to come to Houston yes. and do that and so that that with us is going to continuously create that bloodline for it to grow further along but Amen. it's been so many people on this journey oh my god so many of us jeez jeez if you know you know <laughs> it's been it's been a minute I remember that um what was the show called that y'all did? Um, playlist. Playlist. Oh my god. That needs goodness. to come back. I that know. definitely needs to come back. Well, well, we're we gonna talk about that. We're gonna talk about that. But thanks again so yes. much. Peace, guys. We'll see y'all yes. another Thank time. Thank y'all so much. Hey. It's lit. All right.